0: go further away. <laughs> okay. If I talk like this, it doesn't go red. I think that's a good sign. Yeah. And then we can, <laughs> we can laugh.
1: Exactly. Oh man. <laughs> that's too loud now.
0: <laughs> wow. That was some really good intro music. Welcome back to the tale of two Adams podcast. My name's Adam. I'm joined with Adam. I don't know how crazy. Hello. Two of us.
1: Wow, what a what a crazy fun time! It's crazy. What a change! It's this, this insane having two Adams here now.
0: No, we've done it literally the entire time. I don't know what you're talking about, Adam. Hasn't it always just been you talking to yourself? I do a really good Adam Adam impression <laughs> of you.
1: <laughs> the editing job I was through. about to say your last
0: name. I was like, I, I forgot. I forgot if we used our last names on this podcast. I think you called me
1: Clarky in the first app. Yeah, so, I mean, I've probably called guessed. you Clarky a lot anyway. Yeah, probably. If you get stalked you can blame me. I'm going to get doxxed. <laughs> have you seen those things? The people who are getting doxxed? I don't know what being doxxed means. People like, if you have like a spicy um, comment on a random Reddit thing, people like, oh my goodness, like, I'm going to go find you and cancel you. No, you're And sure. they're like, it's, I've seen some videos and it's insane how detailed and deep these people going. It's like where they live and like with the birthdays and like, it's crazy. Is it like an acronym or what is dox I don't know where it comes from, but it's like the whole cancel, yeah. like being accountable for stuff on an on, online on space. Yeah. Sure. So don't get doxed. Yeah. Yeah. Or someone might steal your identity. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, his last name is Clark and I'm not going to
0: tell you mine. Um, <laughs> today we're talking about passion. Passion baby. Passion fruit? Mm. Don't like the fruit, but I like drinks that are flavoured for <laughs> it. Sure, yeah. I, particularly the fizzy ones. Love me yes. some Pasito, not sponsored. Pacito. And passiona, not sponsored. <laughs> but um Passion, how oh, good. Passion. Yeah, I'm excited to see where we go with this. Yeah. It's gonna be. We don't have a plan, so I'm excited to see where we go with it too. I don't know. <laughs> but like, you know, we're over three minutes in, so let's dive in. We're talking about passion through the lens of ourselves, which includes pop culture. Mm. Clarky, what are you currently feeling most passionate about in your consumption of media? In my... Or life activities. Basically, not to do with scripture, church or ministry. So, you know, if there's a particular sport you love playing, <laughs> it yep. doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be pop culture, but
1: yeah, good. Okay. So, um, I prepared characters who have passion. <laughs> so Damn, Clark, I'm unprepared for this one. I'm going to have to off the top of the dome, think on the fly. Um, things I am passionate about though, I'm really passionate about my sourdough at the moment. Mm. I'm really loving I made some bagels recently and they were good. turns out you boil. Bagels, and then put them in the oven, which is super interesting. Um, in terms of like media, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to think on it while you, while you answer. Ooh, okay. What are you passionate about? I'm um,
0: not currently passionate about bread or making bread. Bread's great, but I, don't, I haven't been making any bread. Fair enough. Um, I've enjoyed playing netball. Oh, yeah? Um, I didn't play last week and i only played half a game this week i recently had the rona dang still recovering so i can't play sport very well but um i like playing it nice our team last season won one game it was the very last game so the stakes were low (laughs) (laughs) we buried some cows the stakes (laughs) were low and we won um but then this season, we've won three games. It's crazy. Um, oh, nice. One of them without me playing. Um, <laughs> so, there you go. Okay, um, that's
1: good. At least it's only one without you playing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: good. Yep, yep. Um, that's fun. But yeah, we won our most recent game, and I've played half of it. Nice. Um, what position do you usually find yourself in? Uh, when I'm recovering from COVID, uh, and I can't mm-hmm. breathe very well, Uh Goalkeeper. <laughs> Good Cool. Uh, i stay in my semicircle. Yeah. Um, I like, I'm surprised by this actually, but I like playing center and the wings. Oh yeah. Either or I think wing attack and center are my favorite yeah. positions. Um, and I think I technically prefer goal defense to wing defense, but, um, because we're playing a mixed team, the sort of rules about you can't have two guys in the semicircle positions. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually I'm centre of the wings.
1: Okay, yeah, nice. Uh, which is cool. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Lots of running usually. Yeah, very active. Get into it. Yeah, I'm
0: all, I'm all about it. Uh, I don't mind that. Yeah, <laughs> that was when I first started playing. That was kind of my one gripe because I usually started. I usually played keeper, and I was like, I'm not doing very much running.
1: Mm, and yeah. then
0: I was playing goal defence, and I was like, okay, I'm running a bit more. Yeah, and then. I genuinely think when I'm in the middle, like center or wings, I think the team, my team does really well, yeah, um, which I think is partly due because I think I'm better suited to those positions, but also I think everyone else, like we've got people that do really good defense mm. and people that do really good shooting. Nice. So if you stick me in center or the wings, then that frees up those people to do those spots. Oh, so, you yeah. know, I don't know. I never thought I would have... Enjoy netball as much as I do, but I have been. Mm. My wife's very good at it. Yeah,
1: right.
0: She's one of our shooters, but she also she's good. She's good in centre. Yeah. When I'm wing attack and she's centre, though, she doesn't pass enough to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll just yep, there's This top tip for you, sir. Pass a bit. In three months, when you listen to this episode, you can be, <laughs> you can be annoyed at me for <laughs> saying that, but. how <sighs> nah, um, good teamwork yeah, makes the dream work. Teamwork does make the dream work. Yeah, um, And I like, I like, netball. I think netball as a concept is a good sport. Like, mm. and I don't know if I've said this on, I've said this to other people. Um But part of the reason I like Frisbee as well is that, and <laughs> is like, there's a particular reason I think Frisbee is a really accessible and fun sport and mm. netball kind of does that even more because in yeah. soccer, you can have one really great person. Tears up the field, scores every goal, never needs to rely on the team. In theory, that could happen. Mm-hmm. You could have one player dominate. In Frisbee, you can't run with the Frisbee. You have to you need at least two. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, because there's people running around marking, usually you don't just pass, you know, wouldn't just pass me to you to me to you, you'd share it around. So yeah. it sort of encourages the teamwork of it and strategy. Nice. Nepal there's just certain places you can't go. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to go. that's it's like, if you want to, if the, the center can't dominate, they can't score. Mm. Like goal shooter can't dominate. They can't go in this, the middle third. Like yeah. there's certain things you just can't do. And you can't run with the ball either. So you have to pass it. You have to position yourself. Mm. Um, I like that idea that it's inherently team-based. Yeah. Because, nice. yeah, something like soccer, you just, or even basketball, like one person can just yeah, Like dominate. And it's like, what's the point?
1: Hmm. Yeah. Lame. Yeah. You gotta be really good to get, yeah, be, um, against those really good people in those mm. things. But you just, it's more strategic, I think. Mm. That ball and frisbee. You yeah. to be in good spots. In other games, you gotta do the same thing. Yeah. Um, but there's the opportunity for those really good players to just, whew, Yeah, here they go. Go for a run.
0: Mm. Yeah, nice. Yeah, have you come up with anything?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing I'm most, like, pop culture thing at the moment is One Piece. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the anime, are you watching live-action live One Piece? You're <laughs> I watched the, all of the anime ads on Netflix, and that gets up to for people who know the anime um, lands on Amazon Lily. And then from there, I've actually been reading the manga. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like full on into the comic books. Um, and it's actually really refreshing because there's not as much filler, which is so good. The anime is like, ah, oh, the, the arcs are really fun. But then you get to the end of the arc and there's like four episodes. There. They're just like, this has nothing, no relevance. And so I just, usually I've been skipping them. And then now reading the manga, I'm like, I don't need to, I just read, which is much nerdier than I've ever gone. <laughs> this is like, when are they going to find this treasure, man? Peak weeb. like, <laughs> peak weeb. <laughs> I'm like, ah, this is scary. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just like, it's less about the treasure now because after like a certain point in the anime, it's more about like, the pirates versus the world's government. Sure. And so... Just like the third part of the campaign movie. Basically. The East
0: India Trading Company becomes the big bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if all the pirates will kind of combine, but... Uh, yeah. To make one mega pirate. <laughs> That's not what you meant, <laughs> <Mega> right? <pirate. laughs> okay. Yeah. So the world's building has just been like... Super rich mm. and all of the characters are really just froth on all of them. Even the villains, you're like, there's like a good couple of, um, th- like just building them up as well into like fully fleshed out characters mm. so that you're like, you're still the worst, but like I understand why you're the worst and you're like, efforts, your plight. Is just at contrast to my favorite characters, mm. protagonists. Um, so it's been really good. Yeah. It's been really, if it's, everyone says it's like a thousand episodes. It's too daunting. It's not. Once you get into it, you get into it. It's just like, it doesn't feel like a thousand episodes. It just feels like this should go on for as long as it needs to. Mm. Yeah. Would recommend one piece. There you go.
0: Shocked sure. you didn't mention New Girl, you've been watching New Girl.
1: Well, New Girl's been really good, it has, but I'm not like... You're not passionate
0: about New Girl. Yeah, yeah, I'm, not I'm like, probably more passionate about
1: New Girl <laughs> than you are. Well, I'm only season two, like somewhere in season two. Um, don't want to spoil anything for you guys at home. But it's an old, it's an old show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can tell us where you're up to. Um, Nick and Jess have just gone on their first weird date thing. Sure. And Russell was there. Yep. Yeah. Russell was there. Nice. Nice. He had like really long hair. It was in- like, it's not great. Interesting design. All right. Cool. <laughs> it was, it's not a good choice. <laughs> I don't know. He's like an old guy. I didn't know. Anyway. a anyway. <laughs> <The> fancy man. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. That they're, I imagine this, is a long show. I don't think Nick and Jessica are together now, but I'm, I'm keen for when it happens. Cause I'm, sure. I'm, I'm sure it happens since where they go. Yeah. You're looking at me like, ah! yeah. <laughs> like you're screaming in your you'll, head. <laughs> you'll find out, man. You'll find out.
0: You're excited.
1: Out. <laughs> he, okay. he, he
0: doesn't even know, guys. <laughs> He's not seen the whole thing. I'm so excited. Yeah, he doesn't know about all the twists and turns and. I do not. Get Together's breakups. No. The world's most sad character death. He doesn't know about any of it. Whoa.
1: Whoa. All right. What?
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I'm just making all this up. You don't know. All
1: right. All right. That, yeah, man. You're spend the rest of the whole show watching being like, who dies? <laughs> <laughs> Which characters die? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I really, I mean, we just finished watching Dance Academy. Oh. If you've seen Dance Academy.
0: Oh, look, when it was like airing yeah. and I was a child, um, yeah. I saw bits of Dance Academy, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not my favourite. <laughs> no, it's fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I can't say I'd watch it by myself either, but Laura really enjoys it, watches it a bunch of times. And um, in the end of season two, one of the characters gets hit by a car and dies, like really mm. suddenly. And I was like. You're like, what? Is it the sweet boy? Uh
0: yes. (laughs) I guess you could call him that. The sweet boy. Wait, no, (laughs) isn't Cause there's so there's three boys. This is as far as I know, at the start of the show, there's three boys. Oh yeah. And there's three girls and they're each they're kinda there's a bit of a triangle situation with the main character girl with two of the boys. But the sweet boy likes I'm gonna say Annabelle. Is her name Annabelle? Uh, Abigail. Abigail, who's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like a savage and doesn't want any friends. Yeah. The one that likes Abigail, is that the sweet boy?
1: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cause they're not killing off the two hotties.
1: No. No. They're
0: not killing off young, the young, candy. young, <laughs> young Bondi vet. And, <laughs> and <laughs> that's so true. Um, right. He looks like, <laughs> he looks like <laughs> Dr. Chris Brown. Um, <laughs> and then the Asian dude. Yeah. Who is yeah, Christian. Yeah, Christian. Oh, that's so weird. That was in my head, <laughs> but like I'd haven't, I haven't haven't seen the show enough to know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't I know. know why I said Annabelle. I knew it was Abigail, but um, I don't know the name of the boy that likes. It. I, if I had to guess, I'd say Ned. But <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: but he reminds me of George O'Malley from Grey's Anatomy. Right? Is that the the Bondi Vet guy or the guy Sweet Boy? Tweet boy, what's his name? Yeah. Sam. Sammy. Sam, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so there's Christian, and
0: then <laughs> what have called him? Uh, the one that looks like Dr. Chris Brown, Bondi vet, um, who's the brother of this sort of second, yeah. like, best friend girl.
1: Yeah. I don't know his name. I'm blanking right now, and I just watched it, it's Dr. Chris Brown. Um,
0: <laughs> anyway, I can't. I judge a lot of people. Like unfairly <laughs> for watching shows like Dance Academy, or like the lame ones, like Dance Moms. I've literally, I'm literally like two I have two episodes left of the fifth season of Glee.
1: Yeah, right. Um,
0: <laughs> but I'm like, no, no, you're not, we're not the same. <laughs> you're re-watching Dance Academy, I'm re-watching Glee, and we are not the same. We're kind of, <laughs> kind of the same. We all have our guilty pleasures. There's literally an episode of Glee called Guilty Pleasures about that.
1: All right, there you go.
0: Yeah. They sing, they sing Wham and Spice Girls and Abba.
1: Ah, oh, yeah, nice. And Phil Collins. I feel like Abba is cool now. People kind of have a guilty pleasure for Abba. It's just like, I'm cool and I listen to Abba.
0: Yeah, it was kind of just the end. They just did Mamma Mia as the end of episode song. No character was specifically like, this is a my personal guilty
1: pleasure. Yeah, sure. But yeah. But they're just like, here we go again. More guilty pleasures.
0: Sure. Is that good, what the- <laughs> good, good lyric. Here we go again. <laughs> oh man. That's Yeah. Mamma mia. Yeah. So what Mamma characters mia. did
1: you think of that embody passion in some way? Uh, well, when I think passion, I think, um, shounen anime, which is why I was about it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Today I learned that shonen just means boy. It's like boy anime. It's anime for boys because it's all like action and like punching. So there you go. <laughs> it's something I did not know. <laughs> there you go. I was just like, yeah, Shonen. <laughs> what's um, What's anime for girls called? Sho uh Shojo. Show. Sure. Yeah. And that's the more like slice of life romantic animes and stuff. Um But yeah, my characters I was thinking of were uh Natsu from Fairy Tail. Do you watch much anime? No. I didn't think so. So I wouldn't have thought, I didn't realize fairy
0: tale was shown and I would have thought, yeah, I don't know. I would have, from what I know about it, it would. I thought it was more feminine. Yeah.
1: I think it, It like, yeah, it counts in that, like big battles and yeah, punching sure. and stuff. But there's a lot of good character I've just, development. In I've which, never, I've encountered very
0: little fairy tale and none of it has been, has been like fighting, yeah. be I'm fighting. I'm surprised you've encountered
1: any at all. There you go. I'm camera mate. Oh, fair. Yeah. Western Sydney. Well, you're South West Sydney. Yeah. 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 Um. If you're from Sydney, it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> like central like, Sydney, it's all <laughs> west, southwest, it's all not Sydney. To, yeah. them. to call Ashfield inner west is such a crime that like, <laughs> there's like, for me, Ashfield is the city. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not west of Sydney. It's it is Sydney. Yeah, it's in the <laughs> middle, literally. Uh, <laughs> because I was yeah. Sorry to
0: derail this. You can tell me more about <laughs> Natsu in a second. But um, <laughs> like we had I had a lunch when I was at uni with some people, and we, How was it called Spice Alley? Somewhere. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't often eat in the city, and they just, people said to me it's like, we're not in the city, and I was like. We're out of
1: town This side of Ashfield It's all It's all the city Yeah absolutely Absolutely <laughs> You know it's so, it's so arbitrary It's just like Yeah, yeah. Especially Yeah anyway um, Natsu He is like He breathes fire Basically Nice no He's like a, He has fire and magic And so That just tells you All you need to know He's very hot headed As many shonen Protagonists are And he's Just like Shonen Seems to have like Really dumb Hot-headed characters, which is just great. It's just such a fun, yeah, like thing. Peak masculinity. Yeah, complete idiots, but very lovable. <laughs> um, himbos, I guess, but not like handsome. They're just like stupid. Sure. Um, it's been a while since I've seen Fairy Tale, but just like his entire character is just fire and awesome. Um, and then. My other one was Luffy from One Piece. Yep. Uh, again, dumb, super strong, but particularly because I'm into it now, you see his passion for his friends really strongly throughout like most arcs. And it's basically his motivation for everything he does now. He's so, like, yeah, I want to be king of the pirates, but like my friends are really where it's at. Like yeah. protecting them, particularly for people who have watched it. Um, like the Saberti Archipelago I think that's the right way to say it and the Paramount War arcs where he's just like my friends are like I need to like protect them and just goes full as hard as you can as hard as you can at the time Um, it's really like, like oh wow this is powerful this mm. is good this is really hard and then his passion not being enough is really heartbreaking as well to see all of his work and his like his motivations, not you know, the will, I guess his, his drive is often one of those things for Shonen. Um, it's just not enough for him. And so he goes away, trains for two years as a time skip and, yeah, that his passion fueling his self-improvement and his um, his um wanting to better himself. I think that's a good way to have passion. Because mm. uh, anyone can have a, a, an idea, a dream, a passion, but does it move you to improve and to change?
0: Mm. Yeah. Move to improve.
1: Mmm. Ah. Love it. What's, uh, you got any characters, passion? Just Peter Quill.
0: Yeah, nice. Star Lord. He, oh. he. He also has, I mean, hot-headed elements. Mm. Uh, watch Infinity War. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I was about to say. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like, he's not an angry person. Yeah. He's a passionate person. Like, and whether that is his passion for music and fun that makes him Dance while he's on the job like yeah. or his passion for people that he cares about that makes him really emotional or sad or um like angry mm. I think he's a very passionate passionate character and he kind of sums it up in Thor Love and Thunder weirdly when he's yeah. talking to Thor about you know it's doing what you love with the people that you love you know yeah because he's saying to Thor it's like you know you're 1500 years old but you don't seem like you have your life figured out yeah hello <laughs> I think Thor is also a very passionate character. Um, Mm. but I think he's passionate in a kind of lost way. Whereas Peter Quill. Yeah. He's passionate about kind of like everything.
1: Mm.
0: He's very rarely, um, like even his sort of like altruism is passion based. Um, Hmm like Rocket and the First Guardians asked him, like, why 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 do you give a crap about saving the galaxy? And he's like, because I'm one of the idiots who lives in it. Like, (laughs) he says that, but also he does show, like, a genuine compassion for other people, which I know compassion and passion are different. But, yeah, like, even he's sort of, you know, a bit of a ladies' man early on. Mm. It's sort of how he's depicted. And I think he fancies himself... Um, you know, very good with women. I think even that comes from... He's just been passionate. So whether it's sort of, you know, um, music or his loved ones or, yeah, even, like, sexual relationships. Mm. He's just... Everything he does is passion. Yeah. And that doesn't always make him uh, make the best decisions, but... <laughs> Infinity War. Infinity War. <laughs> Or even just you know sleeping around. I don't recommend that. Um, pick off. pick off. It's the Wrong kind of passion. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, it is what it is. That's who he. That's that's who he is and how he grows. But I think his arc and growth and maturity. Um, the thing that I think it's not him becoming a passionate character. It's his him always being a passionate character, but his passion maturing. Mm. I think that's a really cool arc, and I don't think people talk about that enough because the third time we see him is infinity war. And I think everyone just kind of focuses on that. Mm. I was just like, you idiot. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I think that's, he wouldn't have given a crap. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. wouldn't have felt that deeply as he did in infinity war in the first guardians, mm. you know?
1: Yeah. 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 they kind of betraying all of his like ravager friends. If they had friends and then, um trying to steal the stone and sell it, for sell it for himself. Definitely. Not as, uh, I mean, his passion there is just money, I guess. Yeah. Wanting to escape. Um, I mean,
0: living his life, you know? He always like, if you know Enneagrams, he kinda seems like a classic type 7 of just like, I'm having fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Any else for you? Nah. Peter Quill. Peter Quill. Passionate girl. Yeah. There's a lot of like emotion in the Guardians movies.
0: Yeah,
1: I feel like yeah. Don't get me started. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't like the second one that much, do you? I've grown to love it a bit more. I think yeah. it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um. Uh, yeah, some things I was like, I don't know how well written that was. But now I'm like, okay, I can respect it. Mm, sure, I dig it. Dig it! Yeah. yeah. Shall we talk
0: about the Bible? Scripture. Scripture. Lovely. Yeah. What have you got? Well, I've got a question for you. That's what I've got. Ah, <laughs> uh, get <in>. him. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what
1: have you got? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't plan that. <laughs> uh, right. So I um, I love passages about the Apostle Paul's. Um, passion Mm. I suppose Uh, he has one Colossians
0: 1
1: Um, Colossians 1 I love Colossians let me just pull it up so I can get the right wording 28 and 29 Jesus is the one we proclaim admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ to this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. I love it. Just mm. like, what am I going to do with my entire life? What am I going to strenuously contend for? Um, sharing Jesus around, just making everyone mature, mm. make sure everyone knows Jesus more and more as they grow in the fullness of the stature of Christ. Mm. Yeah. What a, what a thing to do. Yeah, yeah. What a passion. Um, I've got a few more of those as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, I might, I'll, I've got just like one, uh, currently, but, yeah. um, not one currently, but I'll, I'll share one now <laughs> is what I mean by that. Um, we can, we can table tennis it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, in Psalm 37. Oh. Uh, verse four, it says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the, Desires of your heart, which I, what I really love about that is that it's kind of passion twofold in that you're delighting in the Lord. Your passion is in him. Uh, you take passion in him. Um, but the result is receiving the desire of your heart. And I think it's a really easy verse to take out of context and be like, oh, you, you can have whatever you want. Mm. But so that's, you know, if you, as long as you're passionate about God, he'll give you everything else that you're passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's, if you're correctly, properly passionate about God, Mm. your will will be aligned with his will. Yeah. So what you get, what you desire, like you'll want what God wants. You'll be passionate about what God is passionate about. I really love that because, um, yeah, it's, I read it as like, it's a call to delight in the Lord Mm. and watch how you, you know, you, you receive what you want. Mm. If you want what he wants and if you, uh, yeah, delight in what he delights in. Mm. Cause I think other people could just read it as like a promise that, you know, as long as you care, like as long as you, you know, as long as God, you know, makes you happy or yeah. you, know, you, you think God is delightful. Yeah. Then don't worry. Everything else you do will prosper. You'll have whatever you want. Yeah. You know, you'll have the desires of your heart. Mm. Like, He's not offering like trivial wish fulfillment of earthly desire. It's a complete call to rework what you're passionate about. Yeah. So I, I delight in the Lord. And because of that, what I want has changed, mm. but because what I want has changed to be, to be what God wants, I'm getting it.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Hectic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, Pursuing God, you'll get God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's want what God wants. God gets what he wants. Yeah.
0: Like he, it's, that's the secret to success. Um, it's, it's not working hard. It's just want what God wants. Yeah. And pursue it. And it says like, commit to him and trust him mm. as well. Uh, in the next verse. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think that's a real like challenge to believers because we can be passionate about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, just so open to misinterpretation of, mm. well, God says he's going to give me whatever I want. <laughs> no, but yeah. God will have what he wants. So yeah. you might as well want that too.
1: <laughs> I love it. Um in a bit of a vein of that, I've got Titus chapter three, verse three, he says, at one time, we too, as mm. all believers were foolish, disobedient, deceived And enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and God of love kindness and love of God our Saviour appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. And then he goes on to say, And I want you to stress these things, that's the gospel, Mm. so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. So you have these like Dual passions in the passage of like, before you were enslaved by your passions, they had, they ruled over you, you gave your time, your money, your everything to your passions and pleasures, kind of the, the here and now. But when you received the gospel, when God washed you clean, renewed and rebirthed you by the spirit, you had a change of heart. <laughs> your, mm. your desires changed. Your passions and pleasures changed. So that I used to enjoy that, and now I do not anymore. Mm. That is that is of the world and of of sin. And now, rather, I'm devoted to doing what is good. Like devoted in that sense. That mm. like all of my time, all of my energy, or at least most of it, is given to one thing doing good (laughs) yeah like that's that's only god can do that that's only a heart transformation where i'm giving up everything that i once loved and once was passionate about and instead i'm pursuing god i'm pursuing good
0: Mm. yeah and i mean like even like it's colossians again but colossians three says whatever you do work at it with all your heart As working for the Lord, not for human masters. Specifically talking about slaves, but um, like we all do, all different kinds of work, like for employment, but also all different kinds of works Mm. of just our actions and behaviors, and working at it with all your heart, as for the Lord, is is a part of that complete flip of you know in those days, Mm -hmm. disobedient. Hateful Being Hated. Mm. I really like Titus chapter um, 3. It's um, good. Yes. Used to, I've been doing a growth group series uh, on the fruit of the spirit. Oh, It's nice. been topical, looking at different ones. And Titus comes up a lot.
1: Yeah. For your goodness, gentleness,
0: self-control. self-control. Yeah. Yeah, comes up.
1: It does, for sure. It's just the fruit of the gospel in the lives of Cretans. There you go. Yep. Um, quick one. Philippians 3, you guys just finished a Philippians series, so... We did. You might be familiar. Uh, Philippians 3, Paul says, um, against those who uh, have confidence in the flesh rather than in Jesus, he says, mm. I myself have reasons for such confidence. If anyone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I've got more. Mm. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin... A Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee. As for zeal, persecuting the church. As for righteousness based on the laws, faultless. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. Because I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. And in that sense, he includes zeal. I find that really interesting in that list where like you can be zealous, and he's even zealous for God and for mm. God's things, but not zealous for the gospel. And using his zeal as a method of justifying his actions, of justifying himself.
0: Yeah.
1: And you get heaps of that today where you're like, just do what you love, follow your heart, you know, do those things. Um, and we substitute those things for what God is, which is all satisfying and the sum and substance of all our desires. Mm-hmm. And instead of choosing and following and, and pursuing him, many today will call their pursuits God or their passions God. Mm-hmm. And like I'm just following the universe and trusting in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're not. That's just still enslaved to your passions and pleasures. You're just following your own heart and whatever it tells you to do.
0: Yeah. It's, and, a, it's a bit of a, I mean, it's kind of the point in that mm. passage. But like a lot of the things Paul lists are things that were like valued. Yeah. But then the, the point of, you know, peak zeal that he references is persecuting the church. Yeah. He's like, Oh, i converted Christians, mate. That's how, yeah. I, that's how zealous I was. And it's sort of a bit of a weird flex, but okay. Mm. Whereas everything else, it's like, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're as Jewish as they come. Yeah. Um, and, It's sort of, I've always wondered of like, how much would that have resonated with people for him Mm. to be like, because he doesn't persecute the church anymore. Yeah. Everything else he says, like, is true. Mm. Like he's suddenly, he's not suddenly not circumcised on the eighth day, on the eighth day. You know, his tribe hasn't changed. Yeah. he's still a Hebrew of Hebrews. Yeah. But the thing that shows his transformation Mm. is that before his zeal and passion, Led him to feel very justified mm. in killing and persecuting Christians, but that's not what he does anymore. Mm. Um, because he's sort of making this big grand point of, like, you know, if if works and tradition were if they meant anything, then I'm the best. Yeah, like you you you're not on my level, mm. but they don't mean anything. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> like <It's> bugger them, <laughs> garbage. It's trash. Just poop. <laughs> crap.
0: That's, good crap, that's, that's it. Crap. swearing on this that's it. That's, that's, I was literally going to be like, <laughs> "Which are we going to play chicken?" I think crap. I think crap is as uh, cr- um, as coarse as our language will get. But yeah,
1: um, yeah. it's me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, you're so right that like he's just making a point of what what I used to justify myself is now worth nothing to me. Yeah. And in even my most zealous pursuits, my dearest passions mm. were completely misguided and, and now I consider them trash. Yep. Crap. <laughs>
0: I'm just smiling like I'm like, no, wait, no, we don't we don't cuss on this podcast, mate. It's saying crap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's freedom, it's like a weight's been lifted. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a question for you. Sure. Keep me. Um,
0: because passion is something that, you know, it is, I feel like it's, it's too big to tie to, you know, as we discuss some characters who are passionate, we also discuss things we're passionate about. I feel like our faith is the same. That, you know, Paul has a passion, mm-hmm. but part of Paul talking about his passion is so that other believers will share in it and live it out. Um, my question for you is what about ministry are you particularly passionate about which is not to say that anything you don't say you have no passion for mm. but like, what's up there for you like mm. what what about doing what you do as a ministry apprentice
1: mm.
0: just makes your heart sing and think man this is really this is what I'm passionate about
1: yeah 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 um I, I think two things, um, watching people mature in the word, Mm. uh, that's, there's froth on that, um, getting into the word with somebody and seeing them like get it. It's like, whoa, yes, that's awesome. Mm. That's really cool. And, um, mission, I think Mm. I love doing part of my role is, um, planning mission events, and it's such a great privilege because I think as Christians, we love to go to do mission and we love to evangelize. Um, but mm. we aren't seeing floods of new converts come into our churches. Mm. And I think like, first of all, it's a, it's a sketchy environment to evangelize your coworkers and your friends. You've got to do a lot of legwork. It's really hard, heavy lifting stuff. And being having the opportunity to make it easier for people mm. to just say, "Hey, we're running a um, a, a community markets in a week. You should invite your friends along. Um, 9th of December. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Plug it for you. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and yeah, just like helping people take their first few steps towards Jesus, and then like helping them continue on the path, and helping their helping our people evangelize and giving them opportunities. To even do a little bit. Mm. It's awesome. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. How about yourself? Passions in ministry.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think people that know me wouldn't be surprised that just in general, music is a passion of mine. Um, and I think, um, I think if, if I wasn't a Christian, that would be true. Mm. But music matters so much more. Um, and I love being able to serve God and his people mm. and praise God um, with his people through music. Mm. But honestly, I think that's kind of like small beans. Like, because <laughs> I think my real passion, and I don't, I, I want to say passion because a lot of the time our passion, people link our passions and our gifts. Yeah. And I think um, one of the <laughs> great things about being an imperfect person uh, who's, you know, learning and growing, mm. I feel like my passion always outweighs my gift <laughs> in Trust. a certain area. Like, I don't think there's anything yeah. that I do where I'm better at it than I am passionate about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I'm always more passionate than I am gifted. Um, That's great. <laughs> but, my, but my I'm really passionate about the overlap between God's word and people. Yeah. Um, and so growth groups I really love. I love leading growth groups. I love writing growth group content, but I also love being in growth groups where other people lead. Yeah. Um, and, and pushing that. Uh, I, that's really important mm. to me. Um, it's also again, more passionate than I am gifted scripture <laughs> teaching. Um, <laughs> like I, I don't think I'm a bad scripture teacher. Like they shouldn't, they shouldn't take me, <laughs> they, they shouldn't make, make me stop doing it, yeah. but I really, really love it. Because it's people, particularly, like, my classes are full of some really awesome kids. Mm. Um, and and it's God's Word. Mm. And it's awesome. They wouldn't hear it otherwise, um, some of them. Because, mm. um, yeah, not every kid in my scripture class goes to church. Um,
1: yeah, right. Well, I'm not... What an awesome opportunity.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, there are kids <laughs> that, that walk past and be like, man, I want to be in... Here, they're in ethics in the next room. Ah. And they're like, you guys sound like you have fun. I want to be in here. <laughs> and I was like, tell your parents, I want to do scripture because it's opt in now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah.
0: used to be you'd opt out of scripture. And if you didn't, if the school didn't hear anything, you were in. And I was like, mm. that's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, so the overlap between people and, and God's word and I, to some extent preaching, I think my passion for preaching actually comes in that I learn a lot because Yes, it's God's word and people, but it's not, it's not interpersonal as much. A growth group, it's a smaller group. Everyone's talking with each other. Yeah. What I, what I really get out of preaching actually is I find I'm the one who gets the most out of it. Yeah. yeah. In a growth group, I can see other people Mm -hmm. engaging with the word, coming to conclusions, supporting one another. And that really warms my heart. Um, Whereas in a sermon, there's a lot of focus, like some people, you know, at the end of it, they'll pat you on the back and say, good job. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> but it's not like we didn't, we didn't get there together. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's so I get a lot out of it as it preparing them. Yeah. And I'm very passionate about that. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Heck um So it's up there, but, but yeah, growth groups, Bible studies, teaching scripture. I think it's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, because you see it first hand and mm. you grow week to week and mm. have fun and relationship.
1: Mm. One of the advices I've heard for preaching, uh, is to preach to someone that you know. It's to like, this person particularly need to hear this and I feel like I'm gonna probably have the same thing as you where I'm looking at, like you know what? I had a really great time executing <laughs> this passage you know I feel like I've learnt heaps this is so good uh, I, I need to in myself say like oh and you know what who needs to hear this that person right there in like the third row like I really i am just going to pray for that person <laughs> that they might have some good come out of this mm. otherwise I'm going to enjoy it too much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My trainer said that to me the other day. He's like, yeah, nearly a year in Adam. How are you feeling about full-time ministry? And I was like, I gotta be honest, I really love it, but I still don't know if, uh, if this is suited for me. <laughs> like if I'm good at it, if, if my gifts, if God uses me somehow to grow and mature people, then I'm going to continue. If that wasn't a factor, my love for it, I'd keep going. I'd still, like, froth so hard, passionate about it. Mm. But the two factors there of, like, um, I am passionate and I have some gifts. If my gifts line with my passion in some <laughs> sense, I'll keep going. <laughs> Otherwise, see how we go. <laughs> so oh, good. Man. All right.
0: Well. Because this is, well, I assume no pressure, but I think this episode's being released day of recording because yeah. for us it's the 30th of November. Yeah. We might move on to our, we might wrap it up with all our right. fun segment. We're going to live uh, do our Spotify Wrapped.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. This is going to be really telling, I think. Uh, I'm excited to see, first of all, what you've got. Because you have really interesting tastes and
0: yeah, how you, how's interesting? You sound, you sound like you're saying it in a nice way, but like interesting taste. No, no, (laughs) it's
1: like, it's going to be, I can imagine your like top five being like anywhere from boy band. Completely (laughs) diverse. It's going to be so wild. It's going to be such a journey. Oh man. Like the
0: last couple of years, I don't really remember last years, but like, um, you know, 2020, 2021, um, like, my top five genres, it was, um, like Christian contemporary, nice. uh, show tunes like Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pop. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm trying to think of what, what else it was. Um, or oh, something like, oh, I think it was like, um, like eighties. Something, maybe 80s and then like R&B or something like that. That's classic. I don't know, but like, like it was completely different. Um, or maybe, maybe one of the genres was boy band as well. Nice. Maybe. Or it was like 90s pop or something. (laughs) It was, it was generational, um, like decade specific, but I don't know. I'm keen to see. Um, I don't know how they work. If we do them at the same time, will we be able to, will we just be talking over each other or should we do them one at a time?
1: Um, uh, I'm just gonna like go through mine. I think, and then I think you can pause it. So
0: okay. Well, we'll just yeah, we'll open them and we'll see. Oh yeah, you can pause it.
1: Okay. Okay. Have you started? I've listened to 29 genres. Okay, 29 genres.
0: I'm I'm a little behind you, so I'll tell you in a second.
1: What was it? Stack
0: up. Oh, it's a little sandwich. Oh, this is so fun. Oh man, okay. 2023 was a feast for your ears. 39 genres. Oh, 39 genres. Ten more than Adam. Nice. <laughs> Oh, here's
1: my genres. I got CCM, pop, indie, singer songwriter pop, and show tunes.
0: Show tunes. There you go. Right. My sandwich is just currently being made. It's, okay. pop, Broadway, rock, movie tunes, pop dance. Okay,
1: nice <laughs> movie tunes. Okay. Movie
0: tunes. What's the soundtracks and stuff? Hey, I do listen to. Uh, it's helpful for um, studying, to be honest, doing assignments um, to listen to scores rather than.
1: Oh, sure. Listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. No.
0: Um, and pop could mean literally anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. What's the next
1: one for you? Um, it's telling me people who like mu- the same type of music that I like. Okay. And what? apparently, Lynchburg, USA. <laughs> okay. People listen to Shane and Shane services and the Worship Initiative more there. All right. Interesting.
0: One place listened just like you. So what it says for me. And it says uh, Provo, USA. Provo, okay. People there are far more likely to be fans of Pentatonix, uh, <laughs> Derek Cleaner and BYU Vocal Point. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Cleaner is a Broadway singer <laughs> from Anastasia. That's great. Pro, Anastasia. I've never heard of Provo. All right. Uh, how many
1: songs yeah. did you play? I got 2,517. You? Wow. Only 941. Really? Yeah, I listened to like, and there was one that really connected. All right. Oh, there you go. Oh, I
0: called it. Do you remember what I said would be my most played song?
1: Um, the um, uh, Post Malone one.
0: Yeah, circles by Post Malone.
1: Which circles. I played eighty-nine times this year. The
0: <laughs> two.
1: I got uh cherry blossom by surfaces. Yeah. Okay. And only thirty-one times this 31. year. Thirty-one.
0: That's still that's a lot. It's it's a decent amount. Good to hear. But you had room in your heart for more than one favorite, you romantic. Aww, oh, yeah. The top I, five. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's this top five makes so much sense. Hit me with it. So circles by Post Malone. I I knew that those magic changes would be second. That's another one that I sung at my fundraiser concert. Oh, yeah. So I listened to it a lot. <laughs> I looped the set list for that. A little space by Pentatonix, which is fantastic. Golden Hour by Jake, which
1: I've plugged on this yeah. podcast. And
0: Arcade by Duncan Lawrence.
1: Yeah. Nice. Okay. There you go. Um, this just tells you, this is going to be how much I listen to music. is not that varied. <laughs> um, uh, because four out of five songs are by the band Surfaces. <laughs> really digging that out. So, <laughs> apparently. Um, and the, so Cherry Blossom, Rolling Stone, Rooftops 2 one, two, three. And then Little Freak by Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can't help but feel. Number five. Interesting. Oh, man. There's a playlist of all the songs you've loved. Can you get into that soon. Although, at this point in the year, I'm kind of sick of many of them, to be honest. (laughs) Are you up to the one where it says time is a construct? Yeah. How many minutes have you listened for? (laughs) 17,911. Wow. 12 days nonstop. That's so funny. Um, I'm
0: 17,677, which They kind of look the same. Yeah. Like, you flip the six and you, like, you've got 11, I've got 77. They're basically the same number, yeah, Um Yeah, 12 days non-stop. That's great. There you go. I'm, yeah, you've been listening to more music than me, which is surprising because I always listen to music.
1: I know. I don't listen to as much music, but I share it with Laura, so maybe that's, she's listened to a lot of music. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, which is why services is the number <laughs> one. <laughs> um,
0: does it say, do you have a day where you peaked? with most minutes
1: listened. Oh yeah. Um, I, I yeah, skipped it, but, um, it was like 293 or something like that.
0: On, on the, well, so on the 1st of September, uh, I listened for 407 minutes and was in the top 21% of worldwide listeners. There you go. There you go.
1: Um, I picked on the 5th of September. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. 538. That's a lot. That's that's more minutes than I did. That's nuts. Yeah, mate, yeah. What did,
0: what was I doing on the fifth of September? Oh, I think I've only really done more like genres than you. You're, like you listened <laughs> to way more music than me. So you weird. and Laura, because this is just me, though, not me and Sarah. Yeah. Um, how many artists? One thousand four hundred and fourteen. Wow. Again, see, I'm way more specific this year. Four hundred and forty-one. Okay. Because I've been
1: looping a lot of songs. Yeah, yeah. Do you make your own playlists? I do. Ah. Uh, We listen to a lot of the Spotify made ones, so we could probably get a lot more like, Mm. yeah, no, I don't, I don't let Spotify pick music
0: for me. (laughs) My top artist was the Glee cast, which is funny because no, no Glee cast songs were in my top five.
1: Yeah. Interesting. But I'm in the top 0.5%. You just listen to like a wide range rather than, yeah, there's a
0: lot of Glee songs in my um, playlists. Um, Particularly playlists, I've got a playlist called Big Bad Baritone, which is songs that I can sing. Cool. I'm a baritone. Um, and there's a lot of Glee songs in that, because I've got some male voices. Um, and I have a <laughs> playlist called uh, Just Duet. Yeah. <laughs> like Just do it. Um, Love it. And it's got a lot of Glee songs in there, because they do a lot of songs that aren't duets as duets. Nice. Nice. That's the one I bust out in the car. And I try to make their sing with me. <laughs> Love it. Um. So yeah. Fun. But yeah, top <laughs> top zero point five percent fan. And uh one thousand nine hundred and twenty seven minutes altogether of listening to Glee.
1: Wow. Uh, I was really similar. Uh surfaces top point five percent fan and one thousand one hundred minutes. There you go. Yeah.
0: There you go. <laughs> Mate. Oh, I think this is fair. It says you couldn't get enough of somewhere only somewhere only
1: we know. I'm like that's fair. The Glee version of that is really good. Mm, okay, yeah. Might not show blossoms again. Something special with your top artists. How much time you spent with them? Peak. Oh, okay. Peak listening for Surfaces was in January, July for me with Glee. Yeah. Surfaces are really good um, summer music. Yeah. Okay. Coldplay number two. Pe- Pentatonics number two. It was April. Right. Casting Crowns March.
0: Backstreet Boys, number three is July July again. Same as, yes. yeah.
1: Um I just have number four, Lo Fi and Chill, apparently.
0: Lo Fi and Chill. Well that's a, um, I'm pretty sure it's like an artist on Spotify. Yeah. Oh must be, yeah. Um I got Justin Bieber in July. Oh nice. And I've only re- I've only been listening to like one Justin Bieber song really. A few. Yeah. But like it basically it's just lifetime. Fair enough. Which is a good song. Plugged.
1: Nice um I got the fray for number five in March
0: there you go Mayday Parade in April all right right yeah that's interesting so yeah. got two two right? Pentatonics and Mayday Parade in April so that shows you how the first that was and then Justin Bieber and um Backstreet Boys
1: in July hmm yeah I've got a little like video from the Coldplay they're like sitting on a stage there you go do you have a little video
0: no oh just got my, yeah, my top, my top artists, Clearcast, Pentatonics, Backstreet Boys, Justin Bieber and Mayday Parade. Oh, here we go.
1: This is what I'm interested in. Um, this year I've spent 3,837 minutes on podcasts.
0: Oh, I do have a video from Pentatonics. Oh. You were just ahead of me. Yeah. Oh, I'll come back. Okay. Podcasts you doing? Do you have your minutes? Uh, I listened to. Three hundred and twenty-nine minutes of the Ask Pastor John po- podcast. Oh, nice! Yeah. I'm, I'm a top eleven percent fan.
1: <laughs> yeah. My top five. Yeah, I've got top five here. I don't think I listen to five. Ah, it's, it's
0: just us and Ask Pastor John. Yeah. So
1: probably like <laughs> <laughs> great. My top five were Bible Project, the Reach Australia podcast, Help Me Teach the Bible. The Witch Trials of JK Rowling and the Pastor's Heart. Yeah. Okay. Bible Project. Uh listen for 988 minutes. I'm a nine percent fan, top nine. There
0: you go.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of minutes for some people.
0: Currently I'm a vampire. You're a vampire. <laughs> it says when it comes to your listening, you like to embrace a little darkness. You listen to emotional, atmospheric music more than most. <laughs>
1: Right, movies, tunes, Mayday Parade. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's too diverse to call me that. I think. Yes. <laughs> the way you listen this year makes you a hero, or should maybe we should say anti-hero because <gasps> <gasps> that to reveal vampire as well.
0: Vampire. See, I don't know what that.
1: Yeah, that's funny. A little darkness, emotional, atmospheric music. Yeah, let's do a little lo-fi, if it makes sense. Hmm. Same time next year? Let's do it. Charlie, <laughs> so funny. Doing
0: our Spotify raps alive. Oh, man, that's interesting. So interesting. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed laughing at my Spotify rap. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I feel like mine is just as ridiculous because nah. like, I've got no idea what's makes, on here. That makes that makes it completely fine. Four out of five of my top songs are from the same artist. <laughs> How much do you listen to this one band? Anyway,
0: and I, I feel like I feel like that's like not unlikely to be true for maybe it's not a generalization you can make about like just women, probably guys as well. But I feel like like Taylor Swift dropped. Two Taylor's versions this year, didn't she? Yes, at least nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, I feel like surely there's a lot of um, like Taylor Swift songs in people's top. Oh
1: yeah, most from the stories I've seen. Yeah, yeah, lots of Taylor Swift. Everyone's like number one top. Yeah, in Taylor Swift.
0: Fair enough. I'm Huge. not. I'm not surprised by my um, most played songs. But yeah, Circles and those Magic Changes. I looped because I sung. I sung them at a concert, and then. A Little Space is one of my go-to Pentatonics ones. It's good. It's in a few playlists. Nice. And then, yeah, I've really been brought on, particularly earlier in the year, um, Golden Hour and Arcade. They're good vibes.
1: Have you listened to some other um, Jake songs? Not really. He's got some good ones out now. I saw, I was looking on his little, um, his Instagram. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, good times. Yeah. I hope your Spotify Wrapped is just as awesome as ours. Yeah. If you are as passionate as we are about it. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Musical, musical passions, if it wasn't clear, that's why we did that Spotify raps.
1: <laughs> Love it. Um, shall we see you guys next time, hey? We shall. Yeah, I hope so. Hope you see you guys next time. Ciao. Bye.